Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. We are all enlisted in the army of God. Let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story that happened. Let me tell you a story. Reporting your experiences from the front lines of church service. Welcome to Priesthood Dispatches Podcast. Hi everyone, the date is the 2nd of October 2021 and General Conference is upon us. Uh, last night on Priesthood Dispatches after dinner chat, we had Nemo the Mormon and Peter Bleakley and we did a General Conference preview. Here is the audio from that programming and uh, I hope you enjoy. Episode 3, the Priesthood Dispatches after dinner chat. Um, if anyone saw 21st Century Saints last night, it got far too serious. <laughs> um, so this evening, don't want to leave you in any doubt um, that the seriousness is over. Um, I'm coming from uh, an undisclosed location somewhere in the world. It's very cold. I have my tie on for general conference. Um, it's been the week when soaking and the Provo hump has become world news across the globe. Um, and who would have thought uh, that two still Mormons could make such a splash in uh, in the world of S and M? Fantastic. Okay, it's too hot now. So this evening, um, special, we've got general conference coming up, which is Comic Con for cults. Um, <laughs> so, Peter, we've only just begun. Um, we've got with us Nemo the Mormon and Peter Bleakley, um, and we're gonna we're gonna run through uh, predictions for General Conference, what General Conference means to us, um, and what's happening in the blogosphere leading up to this General Conference. Uh, but first of all, we'll have a quick intro uh, first from Nemo, and then Peter. If you can bear your testimony after, that would be fantastic. Hi everyone, I'm Nemo. Uh, I run a YouTube channel, Nemo the Mormon, where I fact check and critique church media, whether that's general conference talks, whether that's church promotional videos or anything in between those sort of areas. I'll look into that. I'll also look into apologetics from time to time. So that's what I do. I come from a fact-based perspective, but I've been known to have some fun. Mormon meme review is also at home on my channel. We look through memes, we laugh at memes. I'm the only living member of the church to interview the prophet joseph smith if you haven't seen that <laughs> check it out uh, and i'm really happy to be here so nemo the mormon that's my channel fantastic peter Hi, i'm peter bleakley i run the mormon uh, the mormon civil war uh sort of podcast and youtube channel um i was recently excommunicated for apostasy for what's in it um which which requires hours of listening so um they really suffered to find out enough to do that to me and uh, i kind of do what nemo does but really like much longer and uh so we're a good team he's like okay. the, the the intense distilled version i'm um, the, the laborious nerdy sort of thing going on but we're british and we're here to be angry <laughs> So with Peter's um yeah, length in mind. I'll let that sit for a moment. 
Um, <laughs> me and Nemo have come equipped with Bellands. Yeah. Hey! Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> were Peter to <laughs> enter one of his rants, there is only one rule. <laughs> so, Peter, listen out. Um, <laughs> your length may meet our bell end. Excellent. Okay. Um, so, we're going to jump straight in <laughs> and we're going to go to a general conference meme stash. So, uh, Peter, Nemo, and myself have been putting together over the last few days what's out there in the blogosphere uh, with regards to a general conference and, and basically the funny crap that people are putting online. Um, so we're, we're going to go through a few of those. Yeah. Um, that's not what I wanted to do. Um, let's just share this screen. We'll, we'll have to do the memes through interpretive dance, Nemo. Yeah. <laughs> you do the other bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you for this one, James. <laughs> Absolutely. So I put out there, Expedia. I put this on, on the Priest of Dispatches, and a lot of people came back and said, oh, we, we never dressed up at home and i'm just like <laughs> really how can you possibly feel the spirit like that no i think this has been um something that's that's been an, a key indicator of fundamentalness during zoom church um so in our wards <laughs> you've church. got you know you have the the families who are who are still like mm -mm, we are doing this all right everyone's sitting in the living room in their sunday best looking amazing and then, like, most of the rest of the ward aren't even showing themselves visually because we all know they're tucked up in bed with some cereal yeah. <laughs> and a hot water bottle or something. The days of and garment then, checking are over. It's now yeah, just who's yeah. wearing what to Zoom it's church. Like, wait, so do you actually show yourself on Zoom church? Yes. That's the key. Yeah. That is sorting the, the, the men from the boys as far as your Pharisee spirituality goes. But when PD shared this, he said, um, so... Dressed up in all your Sunday best, we were taught to dress like we were ready for Jesus to arrive. That's and I right. said, well, that's exactly what I did. I dressed as though Jesus was going to arrive. That's why I was often in nothing but my garments. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was about to say. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a temple recommend. Don't burn us. <laughs> Fantastic. I just have to show my holiness, you know? Yeah. Are you, are you um, righteous? That means brilliant because it just it just shows like the the difference between the ideal and the real that actually goes on in, in Mormon life. <laughs> I think that's yeah. When I was a kid, and you go to priesthood session. That was like the quintessential nightmare of mm. like you got up every Sunday anyway, but on the Sunday when everyone saw it as a week off. Mm. Um, but your dad was righteous enough to force you. Oh um, yeah, to the priesthood session through the door. Oh yeah, and you, yeah, it's just it was awful. Although I will say, I will say, PD, hate to be this guy, but that quote there is Jeffrey R. Holland. It's not Russell Nelson. Oh, oh, he was there see? almost in tears when he said it. But he, that, that's Russell. That's um, Jeffrey the names. <laughs> Sorry, I can't help it. All right, <laughs> mate, I give not a shit. You. I did not put that meme together. 100% stolen. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I think all of these are. Yeah, no, absolutely. So we've got, <laughs> we've got the Gen Con. Um, in a bit. People fanboying. See if we can... Um, it's it's pretty... Um, there you go. Pixelated. 
but I think we can get the idea. You know, it's, it's like a football team of geriatrics and octogenarians um, <laughs> ready to come and rock your world. Absolutely. Um, but it, and it really is, you know, people, it, it is kind of the celebrity moment. It is people, I think it, it's it's kind of a weird celebrity that occurs that we, we think, oh, what's this person going to say? Oh, I loved what they said. And it's all incredibly like niche. Like, but they totally, they never, they never play into it. Yeah, they totally never I, make people stand up when they walk in the room or anything like that. They no, never no, no. play thank, into this celebrity. Thank goodness, they're humble apostles of Christ who read <laughs> Matthew twenty-three that they're not allowed to have the posh seats or give themselves titles. You know, like no. Jesus taught. <laughs> so, well, I think later on we get to um, uh, the the Ramiumptum, uh, yeah. which is <laughs> I, I I had to go at a companion once because. He had on my mission. He had a um, a cushion that the young women made him, and it was just a little a little cushion. But he'd kneel on it to pray, and I was that righteous <laughs> that I threw it out the window. I said, "We don't have ramiumptums in this house," you know, <laughs> like he's uh, an angry housewife. But yeah, he cried a little bit. I think. But, I never uh, got a cushion to pray on. No. Is this the thing? I got told that we prayed to Joseph Smith facing him and we prostrated ourselves to a picture of oh, Joseph Smith go. on the wall. Oh, <laughs> that that happened. Really long. Okay. Um, uh-huh. Now, uh, another popular one. Elder Holland has made himself loads of friends. And I saw this today. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. You know, with the BYU Puma and different things. <laughs> That's excellent. Well, I thought that was amazing. Uh... They they lit up the wire again this week, apparently. So there's there's been a a response to Um, having muskets fired at people. There we are, yeah. There it was last night. The rainbow wire is back. That's awesome. Beautiful. Can can they shoehorn something into the general conference talks, which have already been correlated and Uh approved? Um, And on that note, well, they did it last time. Yeah, they did it in the uh, conference just after the pandemic started because Russell M. Nelson shoehorned in. Little did I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we, we all knew Everyone that. Everyone ignored that because they've all been telling us that he knew all along. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this nothing to do with conference, but... Everything to do with the removal of Romano from, uh, Morono from the temples. And that is why. That's why he's been removed, because he's been doing naughty stuff on top of there. That's absolutely why. <laughs> so he's out of a job. He dropped his trumpet, and he's been doing that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. So he's out. So, um, We've we got some uh, some fans of you guys. Ah. Uh, oh. so, uh, yeah, thank you, Wendy. Wendy, I absolutely love Nemo and Peter. So glad I found you as well. Thank you, Wendy. Um, <laughs> no, it's it's good. Uh, and, and before we carry on, uh, we're only ten minutes in, and I know there's already been some swear words and some some <laughs> vulgarity, uh, but I must assure you, it will continue. Um, so, it, if you can all at this point in Mormon stories style. <laughs> Um, please go to your Facebook feeds and share this with all of your TBM family. Um, <laughs> much appreciated. So Just moving on. All their worst fears about the apostate. <laughs> this is. <laughs> I just saw this today. That is amazing, isn't it? Like, Horn shoulders. 
porn shows. Oh no! Yeah, it a BYU sponsored like. Ah, oh. so they've gone. They've gone for like the the tokenism of making sure it's a black girl, but then they've decided to be really edgy and give her porn shoulders. I wasn't going to go there, Nemo, but yes, absolutely. I will go there. Uh, because let's be honest, it's, it's a university named after one of the most racist prophets of the church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, guys, great. We, we've got a fantastic one. We, we were speaking earlier about people getting dressed up to watch conference. Um, Doug Vincent um, has put on a white shirt to watch us. That's Excellent. awesome, Doug. Thank That's you. That's awesome, Doug. That is next level, Doug. I have a nice pink tie that would go with that. Um, yeah, <laughs> drop me your deets and I'll send it. Um, so back to soaking. Uh, uh, which, yeah. Now I heard about this years ago because there's yeah. the there's the soak, then there's the other hole, um, mm-hmm. then there's the armpit. Yes, all these ingenious ways um, that. Mormon scouts have found to have sex with their girlfriends. <laughs> yeah. It's like he's an omnipotent god. At what point okay. is anyone thinking oh, he's there? Like, damn it, we've tricked him. They got me. He, he oh, should have known. I know? only know. I've only heard of two of these. I didn't know there's a whole lot. Like, do you get badges for them? Like, learning the different knots. <laughs> like Mormon but, eagle scouts. If you if you get enough Eagle Scouts together and you give them the problem of how do I have sex with my girlfriend without breaking the law of chastity, mm. this is what happens. They'll they'll come up with some stuff, you know, um, technicalities. <laughs> Don't so, respect the creativity. Yeah. Here's a couple that I saw today. <laughs> oh, no. And then even oh, even better. Nice. Oh, gosh. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, we've got a little bingo here, but we're going to come back to that. Yeah. Um, so here's one. I saw it on Reddit uh, Ooh, 20 nice. minutes ago. So what, what are they going to call us this time? Covenant quitters, mm. sad secularists, Latter-day Aints, Aints. wayward wanderers. <laughs> Latter-day Aints. Latter-day Aints is quite good. <laughs> Covenant, so Covenant quitters. Out. Covenant Scum. quitters is like, yeah, quite quite possible. I can see it. I'll put, I'll put a tenor in tribute to my friend Tina. Um, scum sucking whores of Jalunda. Oh boy! <laughs> if if, if mean, they say that, I'll give you both a tenor each. I'd pay Jeffrey O'Holland to say those words just out of context. <laughs> like, do you reckon he has a Fiverr account? Like, you know that thing uh-huh. where you can pay celebrities money and they'll like record a video for you. What's yes. that called? Like for your mate's yes. birthday and stuff. I wonder if the apostles yeah. are on there. Could I get yeah. them to like record Revelation and then just put it out as though it's a church video? And so you just... know what? To be, to be meta, isn't that what general conference is really? Ooh. People being Deep, paid man. to say stuff well, they don't really believe. Well, we we have. Um, so I screenshotted the uh, the rest of the thread. Not not. Oh yes, different comments. But the, the so the the options were um, there's there's a few of them there. I've um, got Doug's quote in my beard. Can you get it out, please? Oh, <laughs> I'm here. Yeah, Doug's been there a long time. Hasn't Thanks, he? Dougie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Covenant quitters. 
<laughs> I, mean, I don't know how to get rid of him. Let's just swap you oh, with Nemo. Permanent feature. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, Doug. That's that's so the, the, get in line. Tonight, it's uh, Priest of Dispatches, Peter Bleakley, Nemo, and Doug Vincent. Doug. Congratulations, Doug. You're Woo! in the gang. Um, so, yes. The the other options were so Covenant Quitters, Sad Secularists, Latter-day Aints, Wayward Wanderers, Angry Apostates, or Celestial Dropouts. Mm. Now all all I can hear is from Greece when she's singing Beauty School Dropout. <laughs> you know, I, yeah. it's it's that sort of celestial um I don't know, there's the guy on the motorbike who's supposed to be dead and different it's like, things. If it if it's really got the gravitas that it's meant to have in these people's minds, at what point could you ever describe it as dropping out? It's not school. It's like uh, what am I? The Steve Jobs of Mormonism. It's like, oh, I dropped out of the church and look how successful mm. I am now. Like, it doesn't work that way. Mm. Well, so, I got kicked out and I, I had um, uh, a membership um, withdrawal um, when I was exed recently. So they're, yeah. they're totally getting into just treating the church like a golf club that you can sort of join and leave. And <laughs> was, it, was it withdrawal like you shook for a while and got goose pimpled skin and sweat. Yeah, I was, I was cold turkeyed, man. It was yeah. tough. <laughs> that, was, that must be, yeah, really hard. Um, but um, I, des- I desperately missed my home teaching list. <laughs> it was, you- uh, oh, okay. yeah, separation anxiety from callings. There you go. They just don't give me callings anymore. <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> I've been blacklisted. <laughs> so, um, uh, the oh what else oh so marie osmond mm. yeah quote, what's with marie there's she been a quote going around of that about um the oh uh, you only fall out of mormonism because you weren't far enough in <laughs> and, well like that kid in the bed from joy d jones's talk <laughs> yeah well that kind of comes back to soaking i fell out of bed oh dear james <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, there was there was some comments from ex bishops on there and different things. And you're like, how far in did I have mm-hmm. to go? Mm-hmm. You know, it's the eternal two. question in centimeters, please. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, awesome. oh, look, I found the button. Sorry. Oh. I will, you will come back later. Um, so here's here was another good one. They should put this outside the conference center. It's outside a chapel somewhere. And someone clever um, has written, for children's safety, do not enter. Yeah. <laughs> put it outside Bishop's office. Very true. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this one here reminded me of you two. Um, oh. I know that <laughs> over the coming weekend... You will be doing a kind of a conference catch up, and yeah, you'll be listening so that we don't have to. Um, and yeah, I imagine you two there, uh, going in for a 20 minute adventure and spending your whole whole weekend, um, uh, looking just terribly crying, horror and boredom, <laughs> it's horror, <laughs> boredom, 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 horror, boredom, boredom, horror. <laughs> Lies, boredom, boredom. (laughs) So one of you sent this, and I couldn't believe this. I'd not seen this. 
um, and, and a, a quote from Jeffrey O'Holland. My brethren, I have made the case for the metaphor of musket fire, which I have endorsed yet again today. Yeah. What an utter twat. That was from his uh, speech to the BYU faculty, wasn't it? Was that after after his initial... Um, no, that was that was the musket fire quote, it. I believe, yeah. Oh, he was yeah. quoting, oh. I think it was Dallin Oaks, talking about pointing more musket fire at the enemies of the church. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, that was one of the quotes from it. Yeah, yeah. PD, this is what kicked it all off. Okay, mm. well, that's why I've not seen it then. Uh, so which still, the issue is, gone. which way is it going to go? Because here is the October Lyhona. We yeah. have understanding and including our LGBTQ <laughs> brothers and sisters in the Lyahona wow. as in create a welcoming atmosphere, listen to their these people's concerns, be empathetic to them. And it's literally the opposite of everything that Jeffers told the BYU faculty yeah. to do. If I'm apostate, that apostate. magazine is apostate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So they, so you know, it's going to be interesting. Which way will conference go? Yeah. Um, what's what's the line on this? So that will it'd be really interesting if they even mention LGBTQ people. We'll 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 see. But they're just literally teaching the exact mm. opposite stuff in every possible way. Um, yeah. They cut you know contradictions as usual. Um, mm. On a serious note, see which way they jump in conference. Uh, on, on a serious note, the uh, BYU police force are hunting a fugitive um, who was spotted uh, lighting the Y last night um, in rainbow colours. Uh, there was one image that they managed to get of him, and it's here. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone knows this gentleman, you missed a trick there, BYU PD. Force. You, trick there. you should have had the guy from the Capitol Hill riots. Oh yes, yeah. That's a great. That's a great. Because <laughs> the FBI that... did hunt him down <laughs> and find him. Yeah. Oh no, fantastic. There's, there's a great Watch meme that. that has this picture or or a picture of Captain Moroni. Yeah. How it started and then, <laughs> and then the of the Capitol Hill sort of uh, Ewok of hatred and um, <laughs> and, it's, and it had how it's going, <laughs> how it's going now. <laughs> but what what is it with? Like all, um, like every priesthood holder in the Book of Mormon was on roids. Oh, big mm-hmm. time! Well, no, because like, Nephi that's... wrote, "I Nephi being exceedingly hench." Essentially, yes, he just yeah. talked about how massive he was. There's, there's, there's muscles there that don't actually exist in the human body. Mm. So, yeah, Good I mean, he could be rocking bird. a dad bod under there. They've just mm-hmm. chiseled it into his breastplate. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, if, if I put a breastplate like that on and actually managed to, it'd be like jelly in a mould. <laughs> it'd all just fill the spaces. <laughs> if I kept it on long enough, it might stay. <laughs> put me in the fridge. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> Sorry. Uh, for anyone... So well, this is going to be the other issue, you know, where, where there's the whole mask civil war. Mm-hmm. So again, what they won't—they won't just say the prophet said, "Will you please not line yeah. up to die of COVID?" Maybe you should wear a mask and get a vax. 
Yeah. Um, but they'll use a you they'll be euphemisms. Mm. So that's something to to look out for. Because it's it's already uh, pardon my French, it's already a Russell Nelson circle jerk at the best of times when it comes to quoting mm. him. So what mm. they're gonna do is they're just gonna come back to quoting him even harder, saying, Our beloved prophet advised us all to get vaccinated or whatever, you know, mm. has advised us mm. all on serious matters. It would be interesting to see which of the church leaders wear masks and which ones don't. Mm. And a telling thing in that is which ones have fabric masks oh, and which ones oh. are just wearing the disposable ones. <laughs> Terror tricks. Pardon? Cue up the desert terror troops to rip off the masks. <laughs> there you go. If they're good for one thing. That might be it. Yeah, just line them up. So, so Nemo, you're the medic. You're you're in the medical profession. I am. So, so what? How would you interpret um, between sort of fabric or medical? I mean, to do, I have to be very careful what I say here online because of my job. Um, <laughs> as long as you're wearing a face covering, that's that's preferable to not. Mm. That's really all I can weigh in on um, yeah. online. <laughs> Right, what Nemo means is that if you're just wearing a fabric mask, you're an absolute joke and you're just pretending. Anyway, next one, please. Awesome. Next, um, please. But, but first, on that note, uh, yeah. in preparation for this echo chamber that mm. uh, we're, we're now sat in, and by the way, I know we've had this discussion already, but when the brethren stand and say, don't go on internet sites or listen to podcasts where it's just an echo chamber mm-hmm. and the <laughs> conference centre itself <laughs> is the biggest echo chamber <laughs> in the world. Holds uh, 22,000 people. Yeah, I mean, the, the irony of that is uh, just incredible. Um, but what I was going to go to was the world report that they'll be oh, yeah. showing in between all the sessions. Mm. Um, so in preparation, I thought... I'll have a look at the world report and I lasted maybe two minutes before I started skipping through what a lot of people will do with this episode. Um, <laughs> and the the first thing they go with is vaccines. Nice. They gave 20 million to COVAX in order to yeah. send vaccines all over the world because $20 million is going to give every poor person a vaccine and make sure that world hunger's sorted out and yeah <laughs> and all that oh, jazz. compared to 400 billion dollars if liberty means anything at all it means the right to tell people what they do oh. not want to hear oh well what a legend the That's man what who now, is it? yeah mm. well the man who wrote books effectively steel manning or rather making his own worldview the bad guy in his books that is incredible Mm. making socialism the bad guy when he is himself a proponent of that. Mm. Quite remarkable. Restored Church of Jesus Christ theology. Oh, yes. Two male (laughs) celestial beings can create human life together with no women involved. See the creation of Adam and Eve in the temple. Right, that's my argument moving forward. Well, it's a very strong one um, because there's no... You know, there's no heavenly mother or or woman involved at all in in the deities in the temple, I and this shook. is something that um, Mormonism Live with Bill Real and RFM kind of did an episode recently about what could be four different 
theological bases for getting inclusive mm. about same sex marriage and and this is this is powerful stuff um you know the the big hole in mormon theology is the where where does heavenly mother fit in a godhead because we have this whole theology in one box about godheads and it's father son and male holy spirit and they kick um uh fiona givens out of the maxwell institute or byu or whatever because she speculates that maybe the holy spirit might be heavenly mother and yet on the other hand it's all about we we have to hold the line against gay marriage because we know you can't be a god without a woman but they've never put those two yeah never demonstrated it concepts of what god is the 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 god's head and the eternal married couple there's been no attempt anywhere whatsoever that i've seen to ever put those two worlds together and joseph smith was adamant the way you know oh i'm damn it that's way too much doctrine right there thank you sorry you need to be dragged yeah. out by another person I, I need to be able to cut you down into 60 second chunks <laughs> 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 so yes uh, but very true um two men made a man and a woman so, physically so when they say adam and eve not adam and steve i'm like well it was mm. jesus and elohim so it's, shut up jehovah and michael jehovah and michael getting it on that's mm-hmm. right Ooh, this is always a good one my favorite every time every every six months i just whip this bad boy out i don't know that <laughs> it's possible to distinguish between policy and doctrine in a church that believes in continuing revelation and sustains its leader as a prophet dallin h oaks <laughs> Mm-hmm. In, uh, a long time ago but channeling ezra taft benson fundamentals of the prophet that, <laughs> yeah, that anything fundamentals can be doctrine you don't have to they don't whereas joseph fielding smith and co were saying like it's only if they say thus saith the lord so they used to make the distinction but the, the hard right nutters have <laughs> said no 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 it's all benson's fault yeah, I don't think we need to discuss that. Uh, no, but for anyone on the podcast, it's pretty mm. straightforward. It says if you are oh, if you're not even willing to entertain the possibility that you have been fooled, then you are the easiest kind of person to fool. Mm. Very true. Mm. I I think I was, I was thinking this week something along those lines. Just like if the prophet's <laughs> lying to you, would you want to know? Just ask TBMs that. If the prophet is lying to you, would you want to know? Yeah, but their answer is, but he wouldn't. And I know it doesn't answer the question, but that is their retort. They're like, oh, but he wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. If there are any TBMs watching this right now live, okay, which you shouldn't be because this is Please answer the question. Um, let's have in the comments, if the prophet was lying to you, would you want to know yes or no? Mm-hmm. And if you say no... Call a doctor. <laughs> yeah, you should want to know. Mm. Here's an oldie but a goodie. Mm-hmm. Make Adam God again. I want one of those hats now. Yeah, just for that. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, we're gonna come back to that one yeah. in a moment. <sighs> uh, David M. K. Saying every member a missionary, and Gordon B. Hinckley every member a janitor. Did Gordon actually say that or just just 
physically make that happen. That was made it happen. Yeah. It's um, yeah, that's not a quote. <laughs> so this is something to look out for then in this conference is what what more jobs are they going to give the members to do? And so far it's been mostly women. All the rhetoric around home church has been pointed at women doing this stuff. Um, you know, it's been a long time since there's been anything about men's roles as patriarchs or fathers in the home. And home church just is so middle class American Mm. as an idea. It's so Mm. you've got to have a family for home Mm. church. What about the single bloke? Yeah. Home church doesn't work for them. Yeah. The the convert who lives in a in a house full of heathens, right? Mm. At university. Home church doesn't work for them. We've missed out. Sorry. Uh, just rant for a moment we are losing in the church our spaces where people actually get together and make community it's Mm. just being sucked Mm. out of us and i Mm. hate it because if it offered one thing to the world it was perhaps quite a strong community and it's Mm. just been destroyed by russell nelson frankly Mm. he's yeah he's saying fire to everything rant over Eliza Finnegan Hill for podcast listeners says, I've asked a TBM that directly and they completely refused to answer. <laughs> oh. Classic. Not uh, surprised. And, and Doug. Yes. Uh, Doug's back. Woo. I'm a single bloke. Doug. Doug, there's LDS singles. You might find uh, someone there to home church with. Um, oh, if you know what I mean. You know what? <laughs> That's something. It's not Netflix and chill anymore. It's, it's like home church and Neil, as in to pray, <laughs> but also something else. PD. That's a point. Uh, it's the uh, cold medication. Is it? Uh, <laughs> moving on. Okay, this Mormon ad here. I thought this this is quite good. Um, it's the one of a, a gentleman dressed mm. all in black from the eighties by his haircut. And uh, he's got white uh, string rope around his mouth, and it says, "Big lies can start with a little yarn." And how many yarns are we going to hear this weekend? I wonder whether Russell Nelson is going to directly address the fact that we all know now, thanks in part to myself, and then nails in the coffin by Bill Real and RFM that he lied and has mm. lied publicly. I, I wonder whether that's going to get addressed. I wonder whether they're going to give some talk where they say, oh, well, we teach in parables. We don't actually teach yeah. the truth. We teach truths, as me and Jonathan Streeter mm-hmm. have talked about. They, yeah. they Are they going to sidestep into this world of, well, just like Christ, we also teach in parables. Mm-hmm. If anyone says that, just like Christ, modern day prophets also teach in parables. I'm calling that as a direct re- reference to the mm-hmm. fact that he lied to the members. Called out and, and yeah. plummeting to the earth in an aeroplane fireball. Yes. No, and they didn't. made a film of it. I was so chuffed to find that for, for my podcast. <laughs> it's like they actually got him on an airplane and filmed the thing. Yeah. And oh, it's all full brilliant. of like emotional music and all that sort of yeah. stuff. And it's like I was mm. I thought I was going to die. Did you? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well then you're a bit of a muppet because there was no real danger. <laughs> okay, we've, what we've we got, got here? A, a bit of a a video of a yard. Now, I thought Holland has had some pretty bad press lately. I've so just done a video on all the lies he's told. Mm-hmm. I know. Awesome. There we go. This, 
This one's mildly funny. Right. Uh, but yeah, someone put it up. Uh, Pro Nuke uh, on Reddit. Yeah. But yeah, this is his hope for the, the upcoming. Like thieves in the night, unwelcome thoughts can and do seek entrance to our minds. But we do not have to throw open the door, serve them tea and crumpets, and then tell them where the silver is. Hey. You shouldn't be serving tea anyway. <laughs> you shouldn't be serving tea. I thought that was amazing because he gave it <gasps> to us tea and crumpets. Unwelcome thoughts are English. There we go. Yeah. Unwelcome thoughts are colonial Brits trying to take their country back. That's, this is xenophobia. <laughs> I'm offended. It's something. <laughs> um, so I go back into my downloads folder. Right here we go. This He's one's special. Anyway. Um, oh come on. Oh come on, guy. Get over here. Sorry, everyone. This is really unprofessional. But <laughs> here we go. Happy conference weekend. Changing the goalposts. Very good. So <laughs> for anyone listening. Uh, this is a, a picture of Russell M. Nelson uh, pushing uh, the, some American football goalposts away from a, a ball clearly not about to be caught by anyone. So <laughs> I think the, the message there from the Ramiumptum is uh, a, a good one. And I will predict that that will happen this weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whether it's about saying that they only teach in parables, that would be an example of moving the goalposts. Whether it's mm. saying um, it's changing something in regards to their stance on LGBT members, uh, yeah. shifting goalposts again in that way where it comes to women. You know, they shifted the goalposts twice when it came to changing the sessions of conference, didn't they? They got rid of a session and then brought it back. And in doing so, they just subtly twisted what that session would then be for. They basically just got rid of a female-only space under the guise of getting rid of the male-only space as well, which every other session of conferences, anyway. So is um is October normally the lady one or the boy one? Lady one, because lady the priesthood one, was right. restored in April, and that's how I remember. So in the bump, in the blurb mm. after they U-turned getting rid of the, mm. the Saturday evening session and brought it back, they were talking about giving more space for more varied voices <laughs> so, like, last conference there were three women so if this is normally the lady uh, two. one two was there yeah, there's only two really mm-hmm. one woman may have prayed but there was only oh. two female speakers it was oh uh, joy d jones and that lady from latin america yeah gosh so, so joy was a complete nutter and they fired her the next day which was brilliant because she, uh, speaking as a teacher, I did not appreciate her. <laughs> I mean, if you haven't listened to Joy D. Jones' talk from last conference, I've done a video. It is, it is properly desnat. She was like, You can teach your children. She was like, You yeah. teach your children, they are free to choose eternal life or everlasting death. Yeah. All <laughs> right. Quite... Thanks, so she Joy. went full evangelical born again about yeah. how the, the children are racked with original sin. And then she told parents to use family home evening to role play um, facing their hostile environment at school. How to uh, literally how to argue with their teachers if they say anything that's against gospel values and listing teachers alongside drug pushers 
and pornographers. <laughs> and I'm like, what what has happened to Mormonism? The woman is insane. So it's yeah, absolutely barking. Mad. Conference bingo. I'm I'm calling it oh. something that needs to be in conference bingo. Is you know, just something incredibly desnat from just one of the yes. leaders. Yeah, yeah. I think the culture war, right wing (coughs) nutters. This one's gone around a few times. Zeke Kyle, something like that. Yeah. (laughs) This one's gone around a few times today. And Mm. I think the problem is, first of all, we're all going to sit down with the same bingo card. Yeah. So as things come up, we're all going to shout bingo together across the world. And I think genuinely. You don't shout bingo, you shout I oppose when you get it, right? Uh, Okay. yeah. Yeah. Really loud. Yeah, really. We'll, we'll come to that. But I think every every single one of these could be uh, ticked off, uh, apart from possibly sacred, not secret. Mm, uh, they've been less on that recently. Yeah, uh, dry lip smacking will be present. New new revelation, right? That one. It depends what you call revelation. In in much the same way as miracles, they've now kind of mm. made revelation so mundane that mundane that really it is just policy change. That's that's all mm. revelation is now in the church. There's there's nothing special or spectacular. We're not we're, unless unless we get changes to the fundamental marriage principles within the church. That I would call revelation. Anything mm. short of that sort of thing, or women getting the priesthood or whatever, mm. then we're, we're not going to see it, I don't think. Hmm. Emotional cue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Iring will provide that, like clockwork. Mm. Yeah. Iring, is, is Iring tears on the list? I'm like, I guess it's too yeah. predictable. There's not so, even any fun from, with that. From Doug again, our fourth uh, panelist on the show tonight. <laughs> Um, Doug, let me send you a uh, a link. Let's, let's let's just get you on. You got a webcam? Um, so put your email address. The email war office at priestofdispatches dot com, and uh, we'll send you a link and see if we can uh, get your face. I'm totally up for that. You, Doug you is give, awesome. I love him. Hello. It will yeah, take two seconds. Good. It's amazing. Um, but yeah, uh, emotional emotional cue. And you can see them lining up for it, can't you? It's, it's like a footballer no. lining up for a shot. Yeah. Uh, and you can see them starting to to build. And then all of a sudden, Irene, he kind of breaks. He's like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, that was scripted. Yeah. And, and he spends most of time practicing it in the mirror, looking at it. She's going, is this too much, darling? Is this too much? It's like <laughs> she comes over, straightens its high. No, honey, it's just enough. It's never too much. Um, <laughs> I had a conversation with my uh, parent or my dad. Parent, um, mm. I'm just checking my email, dog. <laughs> Nothing yet. Um, Say, give him the address again. It's War Office, W A R O F F I C E, at. Uh, priestdispatches.com almost forgot the name of my own show I keep doing that <laughs> and, and anyone else who fancies a, a little uh, if you want to come on and actually ask a question um, that's good face show. to face uh, then you're more than welcome uh, the more the merrier uh, so yeah uh, bingo I think there'll be we used to no. play this as missionaries as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not quite as sacrilegious as as uh, <laughs> this might be, but yeah, we used to. Oh, close quotes not on there. Close quote. Oh, close quotes. Yes. Close quote. Yeah. 
We need a new Tender Mercy. Is Tender Mercy is a bit old now. There's got to be a new ridiculous jargon word. Covenant Path. Old old it's been done. So that's what I'll be looking out for is the next the next catchphrase. Yeah. We we haven't had one for a bit. Oh well, because they've had the hear him, how I hear him uh, mm. social media campaign going around. So that mm. might become a bit of a buzz phrase. Okay. Like when we hear him. That's yeah. thing, right? Yeah. Right. Take the tie. Okay. So get that right. Get the fat guy right in the middle of the screen. So it's be a sandwich between me and Peter. Okay. The, the filling in an apostate sandwich. There you go. Baby. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Far too excited. Um, so there was Damn it, I went too early. I shot my load too early. Let's go back. Hate when that happens. Um, oh, there's the show plan. Don't want to give it all away straight away. Um, you know what, though? For everyone out there, that's how organized this is. There is a show plan uh, and a running We got order. this email, and it's down. To, it's like, I mean, he's he's ruining it already. He said, like, I'd like to keep it to an hour. <laughs> we haven't even finished with item one. So it's a it's a fantasy, but it looks really well planned. Yeah, I was seriously impressed by that. And we've only actually used the bell once. It's not even Pete. <laughs> awesome. Right. Sorry. Uh, correlation committee. Pete oh. said this one today. Um, we are on for an anniversary. I hear Pete. Indeed. Mm. Here we go. Well, that was that was me. I think. Oh, was it? Sorry. Yeah. No Sorry, I missed it. Happy 60th. It is 60th birthday of the Correlation Committee. So, Anyone 60 years today. Yeah? Yeah. And Harold B. I, Lee. I think I like to say I was correlated out of the church because mm. I feel it's the Correlation Committee that are constantly changing things mm-hmm. and moving things around. So that you can't find them next yeah. time. They're the ones uh, shifting the goalposts for what truth is. Yeah. No, absolutely. My my, my stake um release society president mum was way woke before I even began to understand what that would involve. Um and she has just had a visceral hatred of correlation because they took away the Relief Society's independence. And I think that happened long before nineteen sixty one. And mm. um I've I've ramped it up a level and called it the church's female genital mutilation, that they just took away all the woman power, and uh, you know that's what they've done. There's a reason you got excommunicated. Yeah, you went there. Be you really I did. I also called them lying bastards, but apart from that, yeah. <laughs> Is that what you had the t-shirt when you went in? <laughs> no, just the hat. Just the hat. I wasn't the hat. allowed the full costume. Lynn wouldn't let me. So I just got <laughs> uh, so um, in the blogosphere there have been some changes um that Peter pointed out uh with the temple. Peter take it away. Right, so this is uh, yeah, it seems to be a COVID measure that um the late I mean there've been lots of so just to think about the changes that I think Nelson has made to the temple. So they've there's much less standing up, sit down. It's all to make it easier for elderly people not to fall asleep during, basically. Although some of it makes it more boring. Um, 
and now and they've and took away the films when the director of these amazing gorgeous wonderful temple films only got to see two of them i didn't even get to number three turned out to be a child abuser and and so on so they yanked the films number three was also um, good and they they've replaced it all by death by powerpoint so i haven't seen this this is the point at which I was not getting a temple reckoned anymore because I wasn't going to pay any more tithing money to Amazon. I'm sorry. And... Wait, wait, wait. Mm. Are you saying that they no longer show like hot there's no Eve? film? Hot no, Eve is only no, shown in still it's... images. So there's no more like carefully placed plastic flowers or bushes or a goat, like to hold a goat and stroke the goat in just in front of the boobage. <laughs> there's no point the anymore. I know I've left the church, but might have been a lamb. I'm shook. It wasn't a pig. And yeah, so it's it's apparently now just stills from the films, <laughs> yeah. the audio. Um, so like literally death by PowerPoint. They've taken this immersive theatre experience that's the wackiest and wonderfulest thing about Mormonism, and they've made it like a managerial planning meeting i mean let's be honest most of the patrons struggled to stay awake while there was a video on so this is not helping matters yeah Yeah, exactly yeah yeah that's so yeah so so the new change is that they know you no longer receive the tokens no no one comes and shakes your hand and does stuff on your hands you still do at the veil, but what they do now is they'll, um, they just put, there's an X. See that? It's in the wrist, isn't it? You've, you've been a temple worker. Really. So he's in the wrist. Yeah, yeah, they have to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's professional. You can get training on it. Yeah. And um, so now you just, what they do is they show, apparently they show a slide on the screen of what the token looks like. There you go. Oh. That's, fish that's fish. the way. Sharky. You just um, go across the room with the... Now, it might not seem that significant, but the, the deeper intellectuals are having massive conversations on the blogger now about what that represents, that you don't actually have to be physically present in an ordinance. That it's well, okay to just kind of think At what point then do we have a Zoom afar. temple? At what point are we then just yeah, doing it at home? Might as well just do it online. And why didn't they let people do that for the sacrament during COVID? But the so temple, that that's yeah. this is niche nerdism here. This is Mormon nerds like deep level. Here's what I'm interested. What I'm seeing. Do you remember there was um, a news report at the beginning of COVID about a school teacher? What she did in, in her like front door, she put a plastic sheet with arms so <laughs> that all of her children could come and give her a cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing a white one of those with the holes in it. Yeah. It's the one's front room. Yeah. And they just kind of, it's like a, it's like a pop-up veil, like them um, <laughs> pop-up tents. It just goes whoop. You can and have like robot arms that are remote it. controlled. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, got... you've seen those things they have at like conventions, right? Where it's like a big, it's like a sign and it's just got that little A-frame behind it. It's one of them. Yeah. And, and that would save so much more money. They could have so many more billions. Home centered temple. Home centered temple, <laughs> yeah, man. Absolutely, we could totally do that. Nemo, yes, 
Okay, maybe we will get a new social media hashtag, hashtag give thanks, but maybe not, as the 15 found it very difficult to post anything. That was Lance Absent, so thank you very much for that. It's a good point. Yeah. If you look at, someone tallied it up, I can't remember off the top of my head, but someone mm. tallied it up, how many posts they'd actually made in, in the campaign, and it was pretty poor yeah. showing from a lot of them. Oh, it's terrible. Two of them said did nothing. So Uchtdorf and <clears throat> um, Gong, the two woke ones, yeah. nada, no posts giving thanks. And I think it was Rasband did the best with four or something mm. like that. It was and it's a really shame because Nelson invoked the death of his wife and his two daughters I know. In, in emotional manipulation to try and get people yeah. to take part in this. So the least yeah. the rest of his homies could do is get stuck in, you know? It was Pretty astonishing. Poor. Like they could, and it, they don't even do their own social media. Like their yeah. minions they hired yeah. to do the social media didn't even cough up some copy. Oh, it's this just speaks to the the fundamental broken incompetence mm. of of their bureaucratic machine. Do, do we have Do we have Doug Vincent around yet? Is he Is he ready? Come on, Dougie, call in, dude. He's in Tennessee. I've given away his location. So he's, he's, a, he's about eight, eight, eight hours behind us. He might be at work. Oh, Doug, sorry. Uh, but also, thanks for being so active on the messages. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sarah Elizabeth also mm-hmm. wants to say hello. Uh, home sacrament might have led to some women Ooh. touching sacrament Ooh. emblems and getting, and getting ideas of grandeur. Grandeur, yeah. Yeah, could you imagine? Like, well, we can't have that because it's with it's with all the things like, oh, little Timmy the priest has mm-hmm. masturbated that week, so he can't do it. Um, mm. Mum, you just do it. Yeah, mm. you know, why not? Um, okay. Doug... we talked we talked about it at Sunstone, didn't we? We talked about there was a sister oh, at Sunstone who had been forced <laughs> to uh, give the sacrament tray she was using for a lesson to a deacon so he could take it back to the kitchen because she wow. shouldn't have been carrying it. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, um, oh, Doug's Doug at work. Okay. Has, has in fact confirmed he's at work. Um, so, Doug, maybe next time we'll we'll try and uh, line it up um, mm. so that the the time has worked better. We'll we'll try and get you in on the conference halftime show. How about that? There you that go. would be awesome. Yeah, let's see if we can make that happen. Um, so, uh, something else you mentioned, Peter during the mm. week was something about the cross yeah so El- so the church has all these proxies doing their dirty work for them so you you have fair you know found out what what are they even calling themselves now they're back to a, a rejigging of it was fair mormon then fair lds or the other way around and yeah i think they actually changed to fair mormon didn't they when mm-hmm. mormon became the brand they changed to fair mormon yeah. anyway now it's fair. Uh, found it was a foundation for apologetic information and research, but they've changed them anyway. And now um, it stands for uh, fair so, answers, informed response. Yeah, so yeah. Stupid like that. There you go. So they they um faithful faithful answers. Faithful answers rather. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, them. Um, you've got the the Desna extra wing of of midnight Mormons and the the three amigos with no common sense, whatever they were called, um, and so on. And they've, and and the other is these online things. So you have Meridian magazine, which I used to love because it's like there's an online magazine for Mormon things, and it's not the Enzyme. 
and they have another one called LDS Living. So mm-hmm. LDS Living often has quite good... They had LDS Living a while ago did an amazing article about how we could venerate Heavenly Mother that was super woke. And I was like, this isn't going to last a day. So I, I screenshot the whole thing. And of course, it didn't last a day. Um, but the it, it created a bit of a stir. But So they often float things to kind of test the waters um, of the Mormon community and see what the response is. And I think that then definitely gets sort of observed. So this week, they, they've done an article um, about rehabilitating the cross. So we've grown up in a Mormonism that has been absolutely allergic to the crucifix. You know, it's yeah. the symbol of Christ's death. We celebrate Christ resurrected. It's Mormons do not do crosses. Um, but there's this article just saying, well, maybe we should have more respect for the symbolism of the cross and, and be okay with it. So if there is this master plan, so the cynics say that the general authority's master plan is tiny step by tiny step to make us into generic Christians, to be less weird, because they don't, I would say, because they have no knowledge of their own history. They do not understand their own doctrines. They don't know that the the dragon's horde of meaty doctrine that Mormonism is sitting on. They're just embarrassed. They don't understand it. Well, they clearly don't understand it when they teach. Um, they don't even understand Jesus's parables. So how are they going to understand Mormonism? Um, and they, so they're doing all these things to de-weird the, the temple. Mm-hmm. Um, they've ended the live endowment now after promising they wouldn't. Um, <laughs> they've, they've tweaked the endowment after the, all the, we were all brought up with the idea that the endowment is word for word what was given to Adam and cannot ever be changed. They're shifting away from the way. idea of becoming gods. Shifting away, downplaying the idea of uh, the Mormon idea of, of becoming like God and having your own planet. And they've released official statements downplaying that. Um, so if that's the case, what you, you have to rehabilitate the cross and this is so ironic because we grew up oh i had a tinkle where we were criticizing the reorganized church of jesus christ for becoming generic christians and wanting to fit in with the other christian churches and this is literally what they're doing now and going go. to have, and they built a huge temple just so they could have a meeting with the pope in italy <laughs> So, yeah. In a word, it's myopic. Thank you very much. Yeah, the elder hashtag myopic. So they're Uh, taking the Moroni's off. Can you imagine Mormon temples with a crucifix on? Oh. Oh, No way. Yeah. (sighs) I don't even really care anymore, and I care. Yeah. (laughs) It was our thing. It was our thing. We're not like the great and abominable church. We don't worship the death of Christ. That was our thing. Yeah. yeah well well anyway, but, so but that's then... just the thing that's that's float that's an idea they're testing the waters if you if you get an LDS, lds living article that's about something a bit out there that's that's them just nudging the boundary and seeing how the people react yeah deep that's where rusty's Next. going isn't it uh doug mentioned mm-hmm. that he heard there is a cross on the door of the Rome Italy temple. Fat checking coming. Oh, oh, Nemo, Doug, you guys oh, carry on. Well, we get, no, we're just going to watch you. We get to see him. Out. Look, is there a furrow in his brow? Not at all. Look at that. 
There's the, he, his brow does not furrow priesthood dispatches. It's smooth uh, as a baby's got... bottom. Ozzy Johnson uh, says some it's chapels in a state of zen like calm. Yeah. Sheltenham is one. Mm-hmm. What's I've that? seen that. And that's really weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And some have pipe the old Some American tabernacles have got amazing stained glass, but since uh, another destruction by Nelson is since his fatwa on any art but generic racist Jesus is um, on his list. Some of them have actually been removing their stained glass windows and art, apparently, which is well, he just destroyed the entire Salt Lake Temple. So, what does he care <laughs> about art or history? Well, you know, he's yeah. true. They talk about the, the beloved work of our pioneer ancestors, but actually they've just removed it all. Yeah. Literally just after promising to preserve it, it's unbelievable. So, so, um, move the conversation so that'd be another forward. prediction for, for conference is to make up for that lots of praise of the pioneers to make up for the fact that they've just destroyed everything they, they went to Salt Lake to build. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right, we next. Do- we just tore it all up. So we're, we're going to get yeah. to a discussion point now. Um, and I think as kind of a panel, we cover quite a range of uh, ages. So Nemo, being the youngest here, mm-hmm. his formative years, his teen years, uh, were kind of the the late noughties, um, early tens. Um, so what we want to know uh, from each of us is what were the talking points at every conference. So I remember from my youth in like the 90s, it was always journal keeping. You were the chosen generation. Don't look at porn. Right, yeah. Pete's so yours was the Great Depression and um no, so I I was born in 71. So I actually remember the 70s, my gosh and into the 80s and it was the main difference really was that they quoted scriptures now they don't even they don't quote scriptures anymore they quote each other why would you and it's it's a huge difference it's fascinating it is scripture no until it's proven wrong then it's just a man about five minutes later so that that's a huge difference it's just you have meaty big idea scriptorians talking at you and they talk about their scripture study and they talk about their long you know i was on my knees for two hours this morning praying the current crop never describe their own religiosity they do not offer themselves as role models of scripture studying or prayer um and they they don't quote scriptures they're just lazy they are lazy lazy ignorant people who don't even know their own religion who are too busy bigging up the propaganda to even bother with depth anymore. Yeah, Ozzy Johnson's posted food preparation. Yeah, so food storage, absolutely. The end is nigh, so you need to have your two years food storage um, was a constant theme in the 70s. Self-sufficiency, grow your garden, plant a garden, family home evening, family home evening. Oh, have you found the cross on the door? So you see the door. Oh, yeah, yeah. You see, there's, there's, a, kind, there's of, a, kind of got a. I'm not sure that's what the church had in mind, but you can see sort of there's a little mm. little cross there. Yeah, it's Jesus so, secret. So that's the yeah. Rome temple, is that's it? That's the Rome temple. Yeah, 
Which I mean, yeah. I think the arguably the thing they did more to count out of the Catholics was having it effectively a hall of the apostles. By yeah. having all those marble yeah. statues, right? Quarried from the, the quarry of Leonardo da Vinci, you know, the church will splash yeah. all the cash on that, but it won't stop malaria. Yeah. Anyway, back on with, with what Peter was talking about. <laughs> yeah, no, true. Wait, wait, yeah, blatantly. Um just they go they it is it's extraordinary that Having and yeah, and growing up in a, a a Mormonism that was militant about its opposition to other, the rest of Christianity, we were persecuted by them. We were quite happy to criticise them back. Um, you know, the Catholic Church was the great and abominable whore of Babylon, and anything Catholic was verboten. Crucifixes, statues, and and they're doing it all now. Well, because when did Mormon I mean, doctrine come out? Incredible. Um, actually, 1950s, I think. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. So that had, had so time to early. work its way into. Yeah, it percolated absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 so that's that's McConkie yeah. era Mormonism. You were growing up in, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Oh, big mm. time! It, that every lesson had a quote from Mormon doctrine in every lesson manual. Every right. lesson. Yeah. That was our religion, mm-hmm. and when he wrote that, he was just a seventy. And he hadn't cleared it with any of the apostles or prophets. Wow. So it, this was like a, a guerrilla act by the right-wing faction. I'm saying right-wing, but like fundamentalist, anti-science, anti-knowledge faction. See, I didn't have any of that going on. I didn't have any of that going on when yeah. I was growing up. Uh, I had, essentially, yeah. I Hinckley and Monson were my prophets, right? Um, yeah. And so you had Hinckley... I rem- one of the things I big things I remember mm-hmm. was um be the bees with Hinckley, be humble, be kind, be this right. Those were nice. Mm-hmm. That was a nice Christian message. Uh, I remember his book "Stand a Little Taller" was uh, a yeah. key feature in our home. Um, what else? Uh, well, to be honest, there was a Hinkley, lot. She was great. Yeah, there was a lot about Mormon being mm-hmm. a Mormon. The word Mormon was really becoming mm-hmm. our brand at the time I was growing up. Yeah. Like it was yeah. like actual like search engine optimization and stuff like that yeah, was starting to come in. Um, yeah. And then uh, Russell Nelson came in and just crapped all over that. But you know, um, so we we have we had that going on. Um, the talk that sticks in my mind is Thomas S. Monson dare to be a Mormon, dare to stand alone. You know, uh, President Monson wiggled his ears. That's what I remember as a kid. He, he could wiggle his ears. You know, very mm-hmm. important thing for a prophet to ask you generally there was just a lot of there was a lot of very christian mormonism going on when i was growing up through mm. conference there was a lot of kind of very kind mm. nicey nicey playing well with others sort of things mm. yeah and that's because hinkley and monson were pr guys so yeah. monson was manager of the or editor or whatever of the deseret news for donkey's years so he's used to dealing with the media president hinkley's major career role was as PR spokesperson for the church. Um, so they understood branding. They understood yeah. the world. Um, and all this bollocks about Nelson thinking he's created year zero and rebooted the Reformation. They changed the logo of the church. Ezra Benson, to Ezra Taft, bloody Benson, changed the logo of the church to make the name of Jesus Christ bigger. They already did that, like when I was a kid. And Nelson, like, claiming that we need a new logo to emphasise Christ, in which they actually made the name of Jesus Christ so small you can't even read it, 
and then put some Catholic-looking statue of the god Zeus in, in, uh, an, in an It's oval. a Danish statue of Christ, I'll have you know. We stole it off it's, the Danes. It's, it's, in the, it's in the Cathedral of St. Mary uh, in yes, but it's Copenhagen. Jesus. It's Zeus. But all the, all the, right, shut up, you. I'm an art teacher. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> the, all the iconography of that image of Christ is is Greek. It's mm. pagan Greek. It's it's Zeus. And it's yeah, Zeus. and to, to present that as somehow saving Christ, you know, and again, uh, anyway, sorry, I go into one about the art stuff. No, no, it's fine. Uh, we love oh. it. Um, we we appreciate you. We <laughs> treasure you, and Thank you. we'll I'm move on. From you. Now. We'll move on. From yeah. oh. So Ozzy, Ozzy said that he uh, he recalls a lot Am of talk about music. I think yeah. that was a big thing mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. rock and roll was young, um, and, and the occult. I mean, maybe not so much in in general conference. But certainly the messaging constantly to young people was stay away from the Ouija boards. Don't play the cards because they're like tarot cards. You'll invite Satan into the house. There was intense paranoia, which they just borrowed. um, We now know lock, stock and barrel from the evangelicals they were trying to imitate. Um, And 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 then the second, the nanosecond, it turned out that Joseph Smith was uh into the <laughs> occult like in a massive way and a whole religion came from occult practices with seer stones and crystal balls yeah the jupiter tells him that. when he died yeah. yeah exactly as soon as that kind of they accepted that as real there has been not a word anywhere in anything any general authority has said since if yeah. with reference to the occult or satanism or well, dabbling in the dark side whatsoever, anywhere that I can recall. Um, as well so as that's Doug, yeah. As, as well as Doug being uh, uh, popular in the chat at the moment, Wendy Ellsworth is absolutely killing, killing the it. chat. Keyboard yeah. warrior. Um, so we're going to show this one because this this is just this has been building up over the last five or ten minutes um, as we've been speaking about Christianity, and Wendy has been but pepper in the chat about the Christians, but I think this one kind of uh, puts it all together. Uh, Wendy Ellsworth. Also, if you're going to claim to be Christian now, you have to have thousands of missionaries stop teaching the first vision where God told Joseph Smith that other churches mm. were an abomination to God. Yeah, mm. kind of got a, yeah. You know, and I think one of her previous comments, if I'm paraphrasing, was basically, you can't piss all over Christianity and they just dust it off and say, well, we like you now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. But they're they're trying to play pally pally with Christianity because they know they're disappearing, essentially. But I think what, I think I don't I think mm, I don't see what advantage they can get from it. I mean, people are abandoning in Christianity, so yeah, but I think appeal. this is the new thing. Yeah. Their their strategy is just blown up because um if you look at the data, it's in the last ten years that people have started abandoning mainstream Christianity in America. Mm. But they started earlier on the high demand fundamentalist religions that were hiding stuff from people when the internet came out. So the crash happened for Scientology and Jehovah's Witnesses and Mormons in the early 90s. But um, if anything, other Christians in America increased slightly their their attendance at church. But there's there is now this sort of moment of the young abandoning it 
And you could argue that's partly because of their sucking up to the, the Tea Party mm. and the Republican Party and yes. over-associating themselves with Trump and stuff. And um, they've kind of tainted their brand. Uh, it's fascinating. But yeah, um, I, I kind of thought that um, with with a lot of people leaving the church, they need to bolster their numbers. And if they bring themselves closer to mainland or mm. mainstream Christianity, it's not as big a step for people to go from Christianity to Mormonism um, yeah. because we've stopped doing some of the crazier things. Mm. I mean, it's still batshit, but, mm. you know, we, we've we've made it slightly more palatable in mm. the case that, I don't know, like something really nasty could be palatable. Yeah, but that, like, uh, like... They're not really... But yeah. they're not realising that the real thing that's alienating people is taking away the fun, which they're also doing, um, not having the joy and having an intensely judgmental, stale, exact obedience on the covenant path culture. Yeah, to say something going, a bit controversial, Christians. the people that want to stay in religion mm. are the people that view life in a certain way. Because all your very mm. heavily logical people have in a lot of ways started to because they view the world in that very kind of strict and rigid view it's the artsy people it's the people like peter that make a massive hat with an a on it for their apostasy trial and like feathers on costumes and things it's people with that more flamboyant nature that want to view the magic and the mystery of the world they're going to be attracted to Mm. religion i would think and it's those people that mormonism could attract if it just lent into the crazy but by trying to pull away from the crazy they're not making space for the people to that want that, and also yeah. they're not making yeah. space for the, the, the other people as well. It's yeah. lose lose. You've, you've almost got to like style it out. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, Lean into the skid. You know, steer yeah. into the skid. Yeah, right. and then and then if it comes off, yeah, amazing. If it doesn't, well, you were always going to crash anyway. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Nothing mm-hmm. to lose. They, they they have nothing to lose because no matter what happens, they've got hundreds of billions of dollars. So, <laughs> I don't know. I'm intrigued about that because people, you know, yeah, as a financial investment fund, the church is invincible now. But yeah, um, but they won't get the the ego, mind you. They're getting used now to doing conference to empty conference halls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe they've weaned themselves off needing to actually be popular and have people follow them. But they they there's all become after dinner speakers. Yeah, well. Um, let's move this forward a bit. So yeah, we've spoken about conference past. Let's speak about conference future tomorrow. Um, and let's let's have a look at what do we think the main kind of theme of feeling we're going to get through this conference is. And what are... We've already had some of the possible hashtags, um, like uh, my, hashtag myopic. Um, mm-hmm. But they, they love a hashtag. Um, and they love a challenge, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, the the classic one. You can still read the whole Book of Mormon before Christmas. Yeah. If you mm. do this, you know, oh, there's or, that. Yeah. The ridiculous you know. pull it out of the hat suddenly do something extra. So in the past, it's been stay off social media. I, I'm calling it for that. They're going to keep people off social media. media first. Yeah. So I think we they step they they terrified like um the I get the uh, fair news feed. So Scott Gordon, I think he is. I think it was actually him. The the first thing on their sort of weekly feed uh, last week or the week before was 
we should just not even go on social media. Like anyone with questions or concerns should just go and find another human Mormon to talk to <laughs> and deal with it. Don't even look at the internet. And it's just this this moment of pure panic where they're just jumping off the cliff into wild abandon because they've absolutely lost the war online. And now the only solution they have is don't even think to engage with with the internet for information mm. and to come from the leader of fair which was all about they they came about because they were being realistic about the need to engage with modern criticism of the church because the general authorities weren't so these grassroots members of the church stepped up to take on this job and to actually defend the church and and so on and engage in the discussion and they've just lost so badly by trying to defend the indefensible and, and put too much in the truth cards, as Patrick Mason told them. Is I he... think he's fallen asleep. Um, that um, <laughs> that um, it, they just, this is it. This is, so I honestly think we're, we're seeing now the, the end game of the uber conservative control freaks who are the first presidency and lots of others reaching the limit of anything they can do and it's still not working and they are now going to do ridiculous crazy stuff um so fair mormon is saying don't even go online which is just abandoning the fields that they're meant to be the the warriors in and they president nelson has somehow got into his head that it was okay to just literally physically destroy the salt lake temple after promising to reserve it like the kind of nihilism, the kind of despair, panic that all of these things indicate, I think just they must be in meltdown by now. Okay. And yeah. and so I'm really, you know, we're gonna see some wild, crazy stuff. I can see them. Oi! Thank you. Good boy. <laughs> that was my teacher powers. Um <laughs> last point. Um but Oaks is also like so intensely in the same mode. So I think they're just going to hit nuclear buttons everywhere. It's going to be something like you will declare us to be gods and start <laughs> sacrificing your children to us or you are not Mormons. So that's my out there. That's my outer limit prediction. Fantastic. But declare we're moving towards that in, in, in indefinite, indefinite steps towards that outcome. Nice. Awesome. Nemo? Be something along those lines. Sorry, what was the question? I oh, know. <laughs> Sorry, Peter. Um, what, what do you think one of the main kind of uh, themes from this conference is, is going to be? Uh, I reckon... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go a bit left field. I reckon it will be about appreciating sisters. I reckon, I reckon they might try and push on um, women and the role of women in the church. Because because what we saw last time is we saw the multicultural parade last time. We had that one session of conference where they got all the remote speakers in and all those people from foreign countries, right? And then the the next session started with Dan H. Oaks talking about the US Constitution. So it was completely tone deaf. But mm. I reckon what we'll do is we'll, in that, because they've talked, um, I was looking at some of the church social media and they've talked about the Saturday evening session as, be, session as being a special session of conference. Um, I don't know what that means exactly, but um, 
I reckon it won't be a women's session by any means, <clears throat> but I reckon there'll be something in there. Uh, I reckon about women because well, I, I think that hill will f- that that will fall before gay marriage falls. Women yeah. will be included well, well before the gay community. But the fascinating thing is, while they've while they've had made their main enemy the LGBTQ people, they've slipped under the radar. Radical reforms or what seem to be on the surface at least changes the rhetoric to be more inclusive of women mm. so in a way the 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 gay people have been taking the flack mm. to give cover for radical progress on women um and at some point it might even turn around i don't know but will the, yeah i was i was in a a, a group of faithful latter-day saints trying to stay in who who live live blog like chat live chats the conference sessions a couple of years ago and it really they were genuinely thinking maybe they were going to announce female ordination and as it went through the talks seemed to be going that way um but then oaks gave a talk no you know priesthood keys male 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 boundaries and just killed it um so i no, that's a tame prediction, Nemo. Come on, because okay, they've been I mean, doing we're the women thing see, for a long time. We're also going to see uh, more temples announced in places where they're unlikely to ever be built. So, see China, mm. Russia, things like that. There'll be there'll be like a, a Pyongyang, North Korea temple announced, and the moon, a temple yeah, on the this, moon. This temple will not be for tourists. This temple will be for the Last yeah. Day Saints living in North Korea. <laughs> Right, we'll see that sort of bonkers thing. Um, but we'll definitely see we'll see more useless temples certainly being built. There will be yeah. at least one more temple in Utah for the members that yeah. don't go. Um, I reckon there'll be a bit of a push for people to go back to church physically as well, as circumstances permit. They won't push it too hard because they want to stay quite woke, for lack of a better word, on the mask issue. I think. But they will—they'll be trying to get people back, get try to get bums back on seats, try to get tithing money back in envelopes, yeah, you know, um, stuff like that. I re- I reckon this is the conference where they're going to try and make baby steps back towards normal post COVID. They're going to try and lay the groundwork for what the post COVID church looks like. Yeah. Again, that's a bit boring, but I think that is what will happen. Well, Ozzy Johnson's comment, uh, they mm. said it's a special conference the mm. last few times, but it was an anticlimax. Oh Ozzie, yeah. They made it quite like massive things were for huge changes, and I, I think that's and it just, just didn't. It was the new chosen generation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so before it was every generation is the chosen generation, the yeah. most valiant of the Lord's children, and da 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 da. Um, and I think now they've they've realised. I said that a lot to a lot of generations. So now they're just going with this conference is going to be amazing. You know, come and see a modern day Moses. Yeah, I, I reckon. I reckon um, Russell M. Nelson, for a little Star Wars reference here, he's going to declare himself the new emperor of the Galactic Empire. Um, <laughs> very much Revenge of the Sith sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. He'll even pretend oh, well, it's been attempted on his life. Yeah. Well, look for some. Yeah, like uh, Neil Anderson is the biggest brown noser there is in the Apostles. <laughs> for I've been tracking his talks for a while. I mean, he has absolutely always been the one to declare that that the the prophets are the gods walking the earth so i'm always intrigued to see what he says i think he's angling to try and get into the first presidency because he just sucks up so profoundly and and nelson loves that stuff so i think um 
I'm I just I'm predicting Nels Anderson will get himself a first presidency ticket with Oaks. I think I I think something that has been said by Russell Nelson will get canonized into Doctrine and Covenants. I reckon he's gonna be the first person oh. since um Joseph Fielding Smith, was it, that had the vision of Celestial Kingdom? Mm. So Joseph F. Smith, which one of those two. It's gonna be the first one since that. I reckon we're gonna get that. Yeah. Nineteen twelve was that? It was a century ago. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh Doug back back with the uh the massive um, changes to the missionary program, perhaps the option mm-hmm. for service missionaries in addition to proselyte missions. I'd have loved to have gone on a service mission yeah. to Africa. And they already, already happening. They already happening. happening. Yeah. Yeah. So he's right there that this is going to be a big push that they'll do now. But what they need to do is actually fix what the proselyting missionaries do. If yeah. if if there are still organisations out there that can recruit far more people than we do. We we should have effective proselyting missionaries. There's no reason not to. We should be converting mm-hmm. the world. I'd, I've no doubt about that. And the fact that they aren't is just speaks how utterly messed up the whole system is for missions. And yeah. and everyone knows what's wrong with them and has told them. And the fact that they still haven't done anything about it is just extraordinary. This is one of my bees in my bonnet. Um, I'm, because I'm going to yeah. go with a hashtag. In Ooh. all seriousness, yeah, yeah. Oh, hashtag. I've seen someone do this before. Hashtag, hashtag, trust him. Oh, but not God, trust Nelson. Yeah, no, no, trust no, no. Him. It, it bit behind, behind trust closed doors, Nelson will be like, Whoa, <laughs> trust me, but no, trust, uh, trust him, and it'll all be about how to uh live bravely. By trusting mm. Jesus in everything, mm-hmm. um, and, and when, people, when people share the gospel, they're trusting in Jesus. That his spirit will be there to, you know, help the people. So trust him. Nice. Someone in the comments has just said they reckon they'll canonize the proclamation on the family. Aussie again. I'm. I'm... declaration. Now, there's a history there, which I've done long podcasts about, so I won't repeat it all, you'll be pleased to hear. But they, Packer tried to, and they edited him, because he called it a revelation, and that got edited out. Then as soon as Monson, who did that to him, went gaga, Oaks declared it to be a, a revelation, and whole hog. Well, wasn't, and, and, wasn't the proclamation... Uh, a knee-jerk reaction to a case for same-sex marriage in Hawaii mm-hmm. because yes. the church tried to intervene and they couldn't mm. because there was nothing in their foundational tenets or principles that was yeah. kind of out there. Mm. And then Hinckley was like, right, well, well, conference is coming up. And he went to the sisters and basically took over their sister's mm-hmm. session and said, right, I'm going to read this out in the sister's session. Um, and they had no choice. Ironically, the original talks apparently for that session were all about different kinds of families and uh... being inclusive of different families. So they had to literally teach the opposite of what they'd originally mm. planned their message to be. Yeah, is, yeah. is there a Morbid Stories episode where a member of that yeah. general release yeah. society presidency like comes out and she's like, I was pissed yeah. off. Yeah. Awesome. Mm, nice. Okay, so um we we think there's gonna be there will be a new hashtag because that's what they do. And before the end of tonight, <laughs> we're gonna have our own hashtag 
and we're mm. going to try to make some kind of impact, right. even if it's small mm. and only uh, a few TBMs see it. I think it can be really good because um, social media is amazing these days. Mm-hmm. And um, PD, might I say, you're very good at it. Hat tip, you are, mm. you're very good at social media. I'm in Facebook jail at the minute. Are you actually? For <laughs> <my profiles>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. The, the thing is, uh, I, I have my personal profile and a yeah, priest yeah. of dispatchers profile, <laughs> and I used to do everything from my personal profile and posting groups, and then on my priest of dispatchers profile, I was trying to grow a friends group, so I was uh, friending a lot of people that I didn't know. Some of you, I know you now, um, but. And then I started getting warnings on my personal account. And I think a bot has kind of gone like that and been like, ooh, that's the real one. And he's kind of kicked me out for like 30 days or something. Um, it's absolutely despicable. Uh, and there's no one you could talk to. Mark Zuckerberg, be ashamed. I'm calling you out personally, Zuck. Uh, We're gonna, uh, this is our hashtag, free PD. Hashtag free PD <laughs> yes. from Facebook jail. <laughs> free PD. Awesome. Right. So what we're going to do now is we're going to speak about some of the current affairs in the ex-Mormon world uh, before we kind of bring this whole thing to some sort of conclusion. Um, and one of the big ones at the minute is the uh, debate, the fight, the rumble in the jungle, uh, the, I can't think of any more things, but the, the coming together of Midnight Mormons and RFM. I, I can't believe this because you've got a trained and very successful lawyer being called out to a debate by three guys who, like, they may be good at debating, but he's, I yeah, I've, I've been on shows with him. I wouldn't want to. He will eat them alive and spit them out. Yeah. But his, his strategy has been great. He was very kind to Kwaku when he came on his show. And mm-hmm. then Kwaku's been very rude about him in, afterwards. Yeah. So yeah. I'm hoping I'm hoping that RFM's going to come out fighting. Yeah, it's yeah. Really, but, as, but as we were discussing earlier, we've had the preview with Jonathan Streeter who went on the show. Mm. So he's kind of paving the way for actually engaging with them. I wonder, I wonder if they'll let me on their show. <laughs> you know what? I, I, we're only we're only a small British um, outlet, but I think we, right now we throw down the gauntlet to mid oh, yeah. to see if three they of can us do a better uh-huh. meme stash section of a show than we just did. Okay, oh. we'll, we'll have a we'll have a debate where people just throw in random memes, and it'll be like um, what's that comedy TV show where? It's sketches. Whose line is it anyway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you just stand up and the meme comes out, and you've got like ten seconds to just burn it. Nice. Um, Because I, I contacted Midnight Mormons um, when they did the original kind of crucifixion of Bill Real and RFM, Um, and having listened to the full Bill Real RFM episode that then they picked apart with the lesbians in the temple and different things um i got my salty tbm attitude on and was just like uh yeah you're wrong you've taken it out of context oh mormon karen oh yeah 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 (laughs) and they 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 responded 
oh, come and save us, PD. And I was just like, <laughs> stop being rude. I do not want to cast my pearl before you swine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, Midnight Warmers, you suck. Yeah. Um, and that is that is wholly based on nothing. Um, <laughs> I've never met you, and I've only watched a very short amount of your show. And people will be like the same, probably about this. But I'm sure you've got fans. RFM is going to destroy you um, unless you fix it somehow. You you mm. won't win. Well, so this is my point I, I've made that I reckon it's going to end up being behind closed doors and that we'll only have the attendees' word for it. No, They're not going to allow it to be recorded because otherwise they would have just gone on Mormonism Live. They yeah. don't want this to That's be a public it. spectacle. They want it to yeah. be in front of an audience. They're going to stack that audience in their favor, mm. and they do. that's why they're doing it in person, so they're in, entirely in control. Then they get to come out of it and go, oh, yeah, we destroyed RFM. Blah, blah, blah. RFM's mm. going to come out and say something. And to be honest, not calling RFM a liar, not calling them liars, but when that happens, both sides are going to have some sort of bias to say, oh, well, we were successful. So mm. the only way we would ever be able to know truly is if we just watched it for ourselves. And when, I don't think we're going to get a chance to do that, unfortunately. That's my thoughts. Or, or their hubris has overtaken their sense of survival and they actually think they could win it and they will do it and they will be destroyed. Oh, I hope you're so, right. I hope you are. I correct. mean, it would be amazing. Like, So they've already got, I think they've agreed, they've said that Bill's going to be a sidekick already, Bill Real. Uh, no, RFM so said, said he doesn't want Bill Real there. Person. Oh, really? The RFM just, just said in an, up, in an update post, tonight. he just clarified Ooh. and said he doesn't want that. He's approaching um, Bennett, Bennett, um, oh, Jim Bennett, Jim yes. Bennett, yeah. uh, as mm. a moderator, yeah. who he thinks would be good because he's he's a good neutral yeah. kind of person. Yeah. Um, but he said that he wants to do this his himself, and he's listed a few of the reasons um, why he's doing things, why he's kind of allowing them to to egg him into something because he has a visceral response to apologists who refuse things based on those grounds. So he's like, well, I can't get annoyed at them and then not do it myself. So that's why he's, he's done it because people are saying, Oh, it'd be better to have a written debate. He said, yeah, but I got really annoyed with Kerry Mulstein when he said that that's the only way he would debate Robert Rittner. So that's that sort of thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. So so anyway, either way, it's going to be awesome. mm -hmm. I'm so excited for this. Wow. I'll be texting RFM and, and sending him words <laughs> of love and support. Ozzy Oz, thinks Bill would lose his temper. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. And, and Doug's saying they're going to try and do something twisted to him. They can't yeah. be trusted. No. Which, which, you know, lying for the Lord. And mm-hmm. if, if you're happy to lie for the Lord, then you're a bit of a snake anyway. What are the, what are the moral grey areas you're willing to enter into for the Lord, right? Yeah. Well, I just think if you can keep them on topic, they usually most of their waffle is about themselves and people's Mm. responses to them rather than the content. When they've actually done con, and I I actually quite I like them as people. They are feisty. They're fun to watch. Um, but just the utter lies that they took, like blatant Mm. lies in the tits movies, were like so when when they're actually dealing with evidence and ideas. They just, they can't be honest. They spawned this. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So it's all their fault. Um, So they, yeah. So in in the hands of an experienced lawyer, 
um, they will be destroyed. Like there will be no survival. <laughs> okay. Bring it on. It's going to be okay, exciting. We're, we're moving on to the sacred part, not secret, of this ceremony. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Now, it's usually at the beginning, but we've left it till the end. So everyone sees kind of where we are with church. Um, and what we're going to do now is we're going to I do... Should, I should emphasize, by the way, I'm still a believer and I'm still going, even though they exed me. You know, I've. Yes, they, they're thoroughly messed up and, and lying bastards and they do all that sort of thing. But um, the religion itself, I think, is amazeballs and has a lot of potential still. So uh, I'm, I'm, I don't, you know, and Nemo is also exploring similar sort of territory. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to appreciate there's a range of opinions about Mormonism, although we're agreed about the uselessness of the current leaders. Um, as well, far as, you know, the credibility of the religion goes, we've got a yeah. good spectrum going on here. Yeah, and that's where we're going now, to the current leaders. Um, awesome. So we, we've got here a clip from 2018 pre-COVID because um, I thought it was better to have a full conference centre rather than um, just fannies in the background. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's got to be another prediction. Accidental genitalia will we see. So there'll be, yeah. you know, like penis. Fine. No, 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 no. I reckon there's nipples. I reckon we're going to see nipples. Nipples, okay. Yeah, floral nipples. Yeah. Floral but the nipples. fannies were incredible. And this is what happens when BYU doesn't allow life drawing in the art department. <laughs> Another thing I'm deeply passionate about. They actually they make giant paintings of actual vaginas to put behind the general authorities in general conference, and they don't realise what they just painted. They've oh, no idea because they've not actually done naked life drawing in art. I mean, it's a classic case of the unintended consequences of overbearing censorship. Yeah, uh, it's just one of the most beautiful moments in Mormon history that was couple of years ago fannies everywhere on the stage yeah <laughs> fantastic um okay so we're, we're gonna listen now um and if this is trigger warning for anyone you know um president iring's coming up huh? um, but get your hankies go. ready brothers and sisters i will now present to you the general authorities area 70s and general auxiliary presidencies of the church for your sustaining hopes. It is proposed that we sustain Russell Marion Nelson. Okay. Sorry. Before we get to the serious stuff, everyone watch now what Dallin H. Oaks does. Okay. It's almost like he's preparing to write the naughty list. Okay, he clearly knows the order of things. He's not voting with enthusiasm. We're getting a bit of feedback saying that video's coming up quiet, so if you can raise the volume, you're in. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, let me try and do that. But but even at the one where there were the giant fanwars in the background, he he was also had his notepad out. So Darren A. Jokes has this thing that I've seen twice now happen where he's almost in the middle of like writing something while this is going on. I wonder if there's any significance to it or whether he's just okay. perpetually always fettling his talk. It's a, yeah. a displacement well, activity of some kind. You'll, you'll see. Ozzy, I'm sorry. You, you might just have to um, turn it up a little bit. I'm struggling at this end. It's on, it's on full. I don't know why it's so. 
so quiet. Um, maybe Midnight Mormons will be able to tell us um, technically why, what's gone wrong. Here he goes. Twist it. He started his list. Mm-hmm. Looks up. I'm here. <laughs> he is. He's checking on everyone. Yeah. Okay, we're not sustaining at this point. So we're still on observations of the process. Yeah, right. Right. So when I was putting this together, if you watch, like, we, we were all at Sunstone UK, and mm -hmm. at Sunstone UK, we had a whole talk from uh, a member of the First Presidency of the Community of Christ on common consent and the uh, scriptural background, historical um, background, and foundation of common consent. Um, when Irene goes through these, he kind of goes, um, all in favour, please manifest it. Waits for an age. Any, op any opposed, please manifest it. And then he moves on literally a split second later. Yeah. Mm. Like, wait for it. Pause. Any opposed may manifest it. Boom, he's gone. hands down. So good. <laughs> you know That's what brilliant. I mean? Okay. So uh, there's a part there's a part at the end here. Um so what we're wanting to do, guys, this conference weekend is um we're going to take the opportunity now. And no one, no one has been coerced into their uh, opposition or sustaining vote. Um, but we're going to just play the part where they sustain them as prophets, seers, and revelators, and then we can all do a sustaining as well. Um, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this part of the video and put it into a TikTok uh, with the hashtags I oppose and General Conference 2021. Um, and then what we want everyone to do is to add their sustaining vote, um, whether it's to sustain or oppose, um, but still hashtag I oppose, <laughs> um, but to, to stitch theirs to it. And what we'll hopefully end up with over the weekend is uh, our screen getting a lot smaller and tens of people adding their opposition <laughs> to it at the same time and saying, I oppose. And then hopefully by the end of the weekend, we'll have a video where there's lots of us all at once. We raise our arms and say, I oppose, if you oppose. That is, uh, as I say, no one's been coerced, um, said every kidnapper in history. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's just, okay. So brethren, this, this is the moment. Okay. I can't. They've excommunicated me. I oppose. Oh. I oppose. So, if anyone saw that Peter there, Pete, Peter's not allowed to. Where did that come from? <laughs> Wait, let's blow that up. Um, what what have you got there, Peter? Have you got a sex toy? That's my Sunday tie. <laughs> Sunday tie. 
His, uh, his hands are tied. I try, you know. um, no, I can't There's a reason that Peter's hands are tied. And uh, it all comes down to this, Peter. <laughs> Classic Mormon ad from the 80s. My goodness. You're a smart mouth, Peter. Stop it. Um, they don't like it. I know. When will you get, the, get that one? Okay. So that's bringing us to uh, a close for this evening. And I think we've done pretty well. We wanted it under an hour, and we're only an hour and 45. That's genius. So I think we've we've packed a lot in. Um, <laughs> Doug Vincent, just remember, Peter's tongue is never tied. Um, no, he's, he's very eloquent. Um, so we've just got mm. some closing remarks um, from myself. Then we'll have some closing remarks from Nemo and from Peter. Um, and yeah, so from myself, uh, we've got the the little tic tac uh, tic tac TikTok campaign of I oppose um, and hashtag General Conference twenty twenty one, and also. We have um, a small announcement. Um, the Priesthood Dispatchers blog um, is going to be published as a book um, oh. and is mm. going to be following a fictional family called the Schmooners. Um, <laughs> and the Schmooners are a Mormon family, and you can no longer meet the Mormons, but you will be able to meet the Schmooners. Um, so, yeah, the, the book hopefully um will be out in six months or so in paperback and digitally um we are running a gofundme campaign and the uh, link to that is in the show notes uh but yeah it's uh looking at traditional publishing speaking with traditional publishers they wanted a lot of editorial control and they don't quite get where we are in mormonism They've not had the lived experience um, and they wanted like 110% royalties. They wanted me to basically uh, pay them and then some. So um, what we're looking to do is run a GoFundMe, uh, but for everyone uh, that contributes so much in the GoFundMe, um, they get a free copy of the book so you don't have to buy it as well. Um, so no commission for myself, just getting it out there really but the schmooners the most unlucky family on earth um so <laughs> we'll have stories from the point of view of sisters stories from the point of view of priesthood holders missionaries youth primary children um and possibly even spirits from beyond the veil oh um, because we all know that our dead ancestors watch our every move can you imagine if you were following oh. your grandson and then all of a sudden he kind of closes the curtains because everyone's mm -hmm. out apart from you and you're no. just like stop it stop it no don't no. don't do it <laughs> i'm genuinely worried about that in my life that's one of the key indicators of mormonism <laughs> yes uh so meet the schmooners so you'll you'll see it a lot well. i'll i'll plug it a lot over the next six months at least um and hopefully we'll come out with um, a book. And if we don't, I'll just give you all your money back, um, <laughs> basically. Not like the church. I won't invest it. 
Um, <laughs> I've I've got nothing to uh, nothing to do with it. I'm not that interesting. Um, so other than that, we've also got Thrive UK coming up, um, and Thrive UK will be in Bristol, and it'll be on the World Kind of Thrive Day. Is that right, uh, Nemo? It is. It's the 22nd of January 2022, which is in conjunction with other Thrive events, one of them being in southern Alberta, one of them being in Utah, one of them being in Arizona, I believe. So um, the idea is it's Thrive Unite to get all the uh, Thrive events happening across the world in one go. John DeLynn will be speaking to us. RFM will be speaking to us. Um, but it's really a chance for British people to come find some community moving out of Mormonism. No doctrine allowed. We're not really going to be speaking much about that sort of thing other than private conversations where you're kind of chatting about the church. Yeah, and it's it's going to be in uh, Bristol, like we said. It is, it's in Bristol. Um, yeah. We're going to have a very, like it's, as, as Nemo said, no doctrine, and it's going to be very much, um, yeah, thriving after Mormonism, but we're going to have a good party. And, and mm. just have a good time, really, because I think at, at Sunstone, one of the best things was just connecting with people that kind of knew where you were coming from, mm-hmm. um, because it's so hard. Because there's there's oh, so many jokes. Um, it's so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm talking about a serious thing here, um, <laughs> but pe- people don't understand in your your daily walk of life people ah. don't get it um but when you go to these places there's other people that do get it and uh, can be just as angry as you are um so that's it from me uh priests and dispatchers the blog will continue to be published i'll continue to fill all of your news feeds with random crap um and next week uh, we'll have the bear of leads um speaking with us on sunday at eight Ooh. So, um, wow. for a, but a, a trigger warning on that one, that's, that will be a slightly more serious, um, episode wow. because we'll be dealing with, um, sexual abuse, um, on a mission. So, um, and if anyone, um, does, uh, have problems with that, um, there are, charities in the uk and the united states um that i have on the website at priestofdispatches.com um so you'll be able to find help there on the telephone or via their websites um so now we will segue um to peter first and then nemo um to give a merciless plug of their fantastic (laughs) work that's coming up okay so um the, the Mormon Civil War um, uh, podcast continues and uh, it will, um, my goals for this uh, coming year are going to be to move more to an interview format, discussing, you know, actual practical solutions for change in the church with people with some insight on that and um, fermenting revolution. And um, we've got, we're hopefully going to be on Mormon stories soon, my wife and I, and um so sort of raising the profile of that campaign in a way and as from me anyway wanting to have the church survive but in a much healthier format and i i love what you know what i think general conference is really important these are milestones to see how the church is progressing and 
the fact that you're doing a, a hashtag and a little campaign to get people used to voting opposed, we're going to have to do this. These leaders are driving the church off a cliff. And whether you're feeling very loyal to them or not, your kids are leaving the church. Most of them already have. And your ward in Britain is not going to survive another 10 or 15 mm. years. So you are going to have to decide to rebel. And that is probably being practical. Um, if they don't get the message first and make changes, it's going to have to mean that quite a lot of people mm -hmm. literally vote opposed in conferences. So get some practice in, get used to it. Don't be afraid of it. This is your democratic right. It's in the scriptures. Um, it's, you know, we're going to have to get braver. Um, so this is a great way to start contemplating that. And Nemo is in his way in a process now of registering an opposed vote to the leaders to find out what actually happens mm -hmm. with that. Do mm -hmm. they actually ever deal with your concerns? So I see my sort of prediction for the year ahead and, and the next year is we're going to have to get much more proactive and strategic about how to bring about institutional change. And this is going to be part of it. And it's going to be really fascinating to see how it plays out. Awesome. So thank you for getting the ball rolling, both of you. No, thank yeah. you. And and in a total unrehearsed way, uh, Nemo, if we can hold on a moment. Yeah, so sure. it's been mentioned in the um, in the uh, <laughs> in the comments by Gary Whitfield, um, and I kind of think he's got a point. Um, <laughs> smart mouth stops you from opposing. Um, <laughs> so and, and for TikTok, for clarity, um, I think we need to do it one more time. But this time, Peter, don't shout that you can't. We, we, <laughs> we want a solid I oppose. Okay. Uh -huh. We'll just do it very quickly. And everyone else at home, bow your head and say yes. Okay. <laughs> um, so let's just do it one more time. Um, people want two hours anyway. Doug Vincent's like, stretch it to two hours. And we've only got seven minutes. Doug Vincent's the man. Yeah. I think he's getting paid by the minute. Maybe just... okay. I will now present to you the general authorities, area seventies, and general auxiliary presidents. So we're we're going to vote opposed to the first presidency. Yeah. It is proposed that we sustain Russell Marion Nelson as prophet, seer, and revelator, and president of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, Gallon. Harris Oaks as first counselor in the first presidency, and Henry Benyon Iring as second counselor in the first presidency. Those in favor may manifest it. Those opposed, if any, may manifest it. I oppose. I oppose. I oppose. <laughs> Perfect. There you go. Mm -hmm. I think we're getting really good at this. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Well, practice. Yeah. Cool. Right, now we'll go back to where we were. Nemo, yeah. what have you got coming up? So, uh, this weekend, you've got me and Peter and, by the sounds of it, Doug Vincent, getting together and having a chat about conference. We're doing our uh, post-conference show, uh, what I like to call a halftime show, um, very much like in sports, where straight off the pitch, straight into, right, so what was that about? We'll be doing that. I know uh, others do a more detailed rundown later afterwards, but we do live reactions straight afterwards what do we make of what's just happened i'm also putting something together this weekend for you all 
Uh, it'll be a short video that will come out uh, tomorrow morning, my time, if all goes to plan, where I will walk you through a little bit about opposing votes. And there will be a pro forma document there for you to send to your state president should you wish to register an opposing vote. I'm rabble-rousing and I'm doing it seriously. Hey. Yeah. yeah, man. And then the other thing I'm I'm going to be doing, which is coming up soon, um, uh, which is a bit of an exclusive for you, PD, is that I'm gathering together some of my old friends um, that I grew up with, and we're going to be talking about the opposite side of the coin. We spend a lot of time talking about what it was like to grow up Mormon, what it was like to to be a Mormon growing up in the UK. I'm going to talk to them about what it was like growing up with a Mormon for a friend. What was that like? One of them was heavily oh. Christian himself. One of them's completely atheist. We're going to talk about that. And um, that's going to come up that's later awesome. in this year. That would be really that interesting. Good. That is good. Yeah. Cool. Um, Heard it here first. That's like, yeah. Got the scoop. Yeah. Um, Wade uh, just came into the comments. Uh, we just started the stream, but thank you for the content. To, to all three of us, that is. Um get in wade we appreciate um, you wade yeah and we I'd, I'd appreciate um everyone send this to your tvm family um they'll absolutely eat it up um but if you can <laughs> like share press this little oh it's always the backwards there's, there's like a thing over here um a little box to push on youtube which means you can subscribe and apparently they say if you ding the little bell then you'll never miss um anything that we do on priest of dispatches but from priest of dispatches from nemo the mormon and peter bleakley enjoy conference and yeah just don't die of boredom see ya bye bye so there it was um an after dinner chat with nemo and peter bleakley i think that was uh, thoroughly enjoyable and far better than any of the conference sessions from October 2021. Uh, remember, you can contribute to Meet the, Sh Meet the Schmooners um, by going to the GoFundMe page, the link to which is in the show description. You can submit your stories to the Priesthood Dispatches blog by going to www.priesthooddispatches.com or emailing waroffice at priesthooddispatches.com. Remember, we also have the TikTok challenge for I Oppose. Um, if people can go on the Priesthood Dispatchers TikTok and duet your opposition to uh, the First Presidency and the general offices of the church, common consent is dead, but maybe we can revive it slightly. Thanks everyone for listening, and we'll catch you in episode four next week with the Bear of Leaves. Good night. <laughs>